Welcome to episode one, week five of Guts and Data. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by betting guru Will, and we're going to break down the college slate. We're planning on doing this weekly. We're a little late into the season. We don't care. We're about winning money, and let's get to it. You know, I'm Chris Moxley, at Chris Moxley19. My process is very data-driven, hence the name of our show, Guts and Data. I grind spreadsheets weekly. I plug in dozens of data points, and I get a feel for the game by looking at the numbers. Will, what does your process look like? Man, Chris, thanks for having me on. Again, uh, late late start, but still um, a lot a lot of football left to go. Not only do we have the rest of the, the regular season to go, but as well, we got some bowl games. So it's going to be profitable. We, we do this on a week. We're going to be doing this on a weekly basis, giving uh, giving the people some good picks, uh, our point of views on the games, as well as why do we think that they're going to be able to cover, not cover the spread, or um, some go over go over or under the totals that are, that are listed. So it's going to be all good, man. Um, better late than never. And then I'm glad that we, that we did get started. So my my process is a little bit different. My my process, I do take a look at the games, but also I just have a good feeling, right? I have to I have to feel good about the games. I don't really look back into like that much historical data, like, you know, three, four, five years back. I, I take a look at the at the recent success that they had or the recent um, unsuccessful um, games that the that, that a team has had to, in order to make my bets but mix it in with a little bit of data not as much as, as yours this is why this this is going to be a good show you're going to provide all the data i'm going to provide stuff that uh, comes straight from uh, from the gut or you know from the hit so it's going to be a good show and we're going to get uh, pretty much uh, two sides as to why we feel that a team is or or isn't going to cover the spread and the total is, is or isn't going to hit yeah, I love it. You know, when we're when we're in agreement, you know something's going right. And so I'm excited Absolutely. to get in, dive into some of uh, some of the slate this week. So the structure for the show is going to be the t- key games between top 25 teams. I think we'll break down each week the marquee matchups that you want to know, that you want to bet on. It's on your TV. You want to have action in that game. We'll then talk about some of our favorite spread bets, who we like where. We'll talk about game totals. So who's going over, who's going under. And we'll also talk about, you know, team totals within that. Talk about, you know, do we think somebody's getting too much credit, too little credit? Do we think they're going to go under their team total, et cetera? And then our favorite money lines, who do we think is, you know, incorrect? The spread got it wrong. Vegas got it wrong this week. We think that, or they, we think they just pull it upset in general. So there's a lot of different angles we're going to try to approach it from and give you a non-traditional approach and some maybe unconventional ways to make money that you don't necessarily see in other parts of the, um, sports betting industry, especially on the college side. There's a lot of ways that we're looking at these slates. There's a lot of games ways we're looking at these games. We're really excited to break that down for you. So let's kick it off with some of our uh, our top games this week. First game, number eight Arkansas heads to Athens. It's 18 and a half, and the spread is 48 and a half. I got a play in this game, but Will, what do you have? I got two plays in this game. Actually, I love um, Arkansas. I love what they're doing. I think 18 and a half points is just too much. We saw what they did uh, last week to a, a ranked, a number seven ranked Texas A&M. Um, they held them to 10 points. They they ended up winning that game by 10 points. It was a 20-10. I think they're the real deal. They're undefeated. It's going to be a great matchup either way, but I do think that uh, Arkansas plus 18 and a half is uh, is a good play, and as well as uh, the defense, I think they're going to hold up. So even though we don't see a lot of 40, um, a lot of totals in the in the 40s or even high 40s in college, I think that the 48 and a half under, I like that play a lot. I'll be right there with you on the under. I'm kind of staying away from the total. I, 
I don't really know what to make of this Georgia team. You know, they look four against Clemson. They haven't played a, t- a lot of tough matchups. Arkansas looks, look, has looked really good. They got their two offensive line back, linemen back last week. I'm not. I just don't really have a good read on the uh, on the the spread, but I do like the under as well. I think 48 and a half is a really really solid number. The Arkansas defense has a success rate of 33. percent They're ranked 13th. Georgia has an offense or defensive success rate there that's first in the country. I think we're just going to get defensive slugfest. I don't have confidence in either of these offenses to put up points against what is probably the marquee defensive matchup of the slate. So I'm really excited to see this game, but I'm going under. And I think that's the only play that I have confidence in on on this game. I, I think that there's a good chance that we see just an absolute defensive slugfest. And I'm excited for that. I just love that kind of SEC football. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, to, to your point. So if I'm looking now, I mean, listen, I, I know, uh, you know, I brought up this app to you before. You had a little, you had some jokes on it, but I love it. I love it because it's kind of color coded. And sometimes I need that color coded so I know where I'm at. So because sometimes I, I read off the line. So um, you're looking at Georgia, they're number one in the country, right? Um, as far as the defense uh, um, points allowed for, for the for the season. And then Arkansas is at number 11 in the country, only giving up about four, 14 and a half points um, for the season. So again, this this game could very well go under. Um, I, I love that play. But you know, if I'm looking at how how both teams have played, uh, George um, UGA has been impressive. But I think that Arkansas could go ahead and keep up with them. And and even it, it might sound wild, they may be able to win the game, just depending on what happens. So that's why I love the 18 and a half spread. I love it um, with Arkansas. So I'm actually going to take both in this game. Yeah, I, I like that as well. I I think that's a smart way to play this game as well. You know, if you're taking the under, if you think it's going to go under. Georgia covering an 18 and a half spread is pretty difficult. So that th- those are two plays, I-, I think, for a lot of listeners that make sense together. So if you're going to play it one way and you feel that Arkansas keep it close, it makes a lot of sense to play those together. So I, I really like the strategy there. So there's nothing like game, Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, our, uh, the, it, it's just a good strategy, right? Just Absolutely. solid approach to betting. Second game, Cincinnati heads to Notre Dame. They're favored by one and a half. The total's 50 and a half. I also have one play here, and it's the under 50 and a half. I'm, I'm an unders guy, and okay. I hate myself for it, but it's just the way that I kind of approach a lot of games. I think that everyone's all on the overs. It, betting the over is fun. Betting the under sucks, but I think a lot of times it's the, it's the good approach. So I think this game goes under, and I think – this is where I'm straying a little bit from what my data says, because my data says it's probably pretty close or it's going to go slightly over. But Marcus Freeman is now the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. You know where he was prior? Cincinnati. You know who he knows how to oh, stop? Desmond Cincinnati. Ritter. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a game that Cincinnati struggles, and I think Marcus Freeman knows the whole offense. He knows how to stop them. He gamed them up in, in practice. I think this game goes under. I'm not, well, I don't have any confidence in the Notre Dame offense right now. Cincinnati's defense is very good. I think that's the only, again, the only play that I feel confident in is it once again the under. And I hate doing it two games in a row, but it's more of a gut feel for me this time. I, I, my data doesn't like it, but I'm here on the Marcus Freeman train. <laughs> so interesting you say that. So the, the reason, for, so all for all the reasons that you mentioned, that's why I'm going to go ahead with Notre Dame plus 
one and a half because the defensive coordinator knows um, exactly how to stop Ritter and how to stop the Cincinnati offense. And then also, I mean, just a, just a couple of weeks ago, we saw Cincinnati pretty much struggle pretty much the whole game against Indiana, right? So I don't think that they have a they, they have a come out as a, as a powerful team or as a team that that can't be um, tested. They were tested and um, you know they ended up winning the game, but they did struggle for the majority of that game. So I like Notre Dame where they're at in the in the spot here at plus one and a half. They are underdogs, so I'm going to go ahead um, and, and go with that. And, and, and on top of that, they, they are playing in South Bend. So I'm going to go ahead with the with the home team, and I'm going to go ahead with the uh, – with the with the upset here at a uh, Notre Dame plus one and a half and and again my my train of thought is anything like plus two plus two and a half might as well just go ahead and with the money line you're gonna get a better payout so I like that the under I try to stay away from the under you know um I've heard somebody say life is too short the, the, to bet the under I don't know who said that we'll leave that as anonymous but I stay away <laughs> from betting the under because what happens is when I bet the under all I do I'm not even watching the game I'm pretty much watching the lower right hand side of the uh, of my screen and watching the clock tick 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 so I get upset at um, any timeouts any injuries um any any uh penalties things of that nature so I try to stay away from that and and I prefer to bet the bet the over I already went with the under on the uh, Arkansas and UGA game, so I'm going to stay there and then just call it call, call it a night for that. Listen, I I hate myself, so I just keep betting the under. Do you do you have any other plays you like in this game? You're on the Notre Dame one and a half, and you're on the Notre Dame money line. I'm on under fifty and a half. Uh, anything else? Nah, for them, I'm just saying with the with the Notre Dame um, plus one and a half again. Last week, you know, we we were all we were talking again offline, and we were just talking about the uh, the game against Wisconsin, right? Uh, they came in again. Wisconsin was uh, favored by six and a half points. I jumped all over that. I was like, okay, there's no reason why um, Wisconsin coming in one and one for the season, and then you got Notre Dame, an undefeated team, and a ranked team coming in against a, a team that has not looked. Um, again, like they're they're like in the in the running to to win um, the Big Ten or anything. I don't understand why they were such a favored by such so much. So I jumped on the Notre Dame plus plus uh, six and a half. So I'm gonna do the same thing here. Hopefully, I have the same luck. We'll see if we do. Then then we're all good and we cash out early. Yeah, I love that. So the marquee matchup of the night, and I think everybody everybody in the world is interested in this game. Number twelve, Ole Miss heads to Tuscaloosa. The Bama's favored by 14 and a half. The total right now, 79 and a half. What do you like in this game? I know you have a lot of plays. Let's hear them. So many things, so many things. So we did talk about this before we went on air. Um, 79 and a half is kind of high, but you know what? I think if any team is going to be able to do it, um, it is going to be these two. Again, if you're looking at the data here uh, for these two teams, I mean, you're looking at uh, Alabama and, and Ole Miss pretty much being – on offensive juggernaut here. And I think that they're going to be able to go ahead and do enough to go ahead and cover that over. So I do like the over 79 um, and a half in this game. I mean, SM, um, sorry, Ole Miss comes in right now, ranked number one in total points at 52.7. Um, and then uh, Alabama's right there, fourth overall in the country, right at 46 and a half. So um, they're going to be able to do it again. Their their defense is kind of strong, but, they, but who had they really played, right, to begin the season? So I think that their offense is going to be able to do enough to get over that number 79 and a half. But I do have some other plays though, Chris. Um, so I got Alabama first half minus seven and a half. I'm just going to go ahead with this. I'm going to go ahead and go with the coach. 
So I think that Saban uh, is going to pretty much um, outsmart and outcoach uh, Kiflin uh, and and pretty much uh, do, do his thing there. And I think it's uh, that first half minus seven and a half, they're going to be able to do their thing. Um, Ole Miss first half to team total over 16 and a half. I love that. Even though Alabama is going to be up, I think, by, by, by a big number come going into the halftime, I do think that Ole Miss is going to be able to throw up some points there. I could see them scoring seven, at least 17 points to cover that 16-and-a-half team total for the first half. And then first half over for the game, 41-and-a-half. That may seem kind of high, but I think that if we're all if we are on the over for the game at 79 and a half, you're going to have to be around the 41, 42 uh, going into the total points going into halftime in order for you to hit that total for the game. Yeah, no, that all those work really well together. I think that I so I originally had Bama seven and a half as well, and I shied off of it because I wasn't sure. I also wasn't sure how this game is going to play out. I I think Saban is probably a little bit miffed about what happened last year. I think he's probably kind of pissed off because that he did, they didn't play that well against Ole Miss last year. So I, I'm really interested in this game from a narrative perspective. I only have one play again, and because I hate myself, I'm going under 79 and a half. This is a this is like if I see a total at 80, if I see a total at 79 and a half. I cannot in good conscience bet that over. I I have to take the under there. I am gonna be sweating this. I'm gonna not even watch this game. I might just I might just log off or check the internet or something. Because I just can't. It's gonna it's hard to get 80. The game could be 45, 34, and it wouldn't hit. Right? That's a high score. Again, but at the same time, it could be 45, 40. Right. So I, I again, I just think that if you look, if you look at the opening line, I mean, just look at the opening line. So one of the things. OK, so if we're talking about trends. Right. Here's one thing that I do look at. And, and again, this is why I love that app. It's called Sports Alerts and it pretty much gives you like a live um, update on when the lines change and everything. So here the, the line opened up at a 70, a 75. It opened up at 75 and it came, and it went all the way up to seven. I'm sorry, 75. Yeah, and it opened and it went all the way up to 79, right? So again, we're still a couple of days from 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 kickoff. So who knows? It might it might go up to like 80, 80 and a half, 81, right? But um, I locked it in right now at 79 and a half, and, I, and I'm good with that. So I think that the over is going to definitely hit in this game. And if not, then like I said, I like the plays that we got going for the first half, and then also the team totals and and the over for the first half as well. So I, I like this. We're, we're going head to head on the uh, the over under in this game. So I'm I'm paying attention. I'm I'm watching the game so I can uh, have bragging rights next week. There we go. There we go. So I, I don't feel too hot about any other plays in this game. I do like the seven and a half first half. I probably won't play it, but I do think that's the way to play. I think that the cover is in play as a backdoor cover for Ole Miss. It's I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's gonna be a close game in the first half. I think you're spot on with with that. I think that's the the right approach to take. Now, Our aside last, yeah. aside from uh, aside from the uh, from the game, we got to look at some player props, right? Because if you're if they're saying that this game is going to go that high, you got to look at the quarterbacks, right? You got to look at um, both quarterbacks and, and Bryce Young, and then um, on the other side for Ole Miss, and 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 they're going to have to put up yards, right? So even if um, whoever even if they don't win the game, um, there's going to be a lot of passing, uh, a, a lot of yards being picked up in this game. So I, I like where they're at. Um, again. Uh, we, we do everything on prize picks, uh, so I'm going to definitely check that out and put in uh, put in those picks before this game. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you sign up for Prize Picks promo code C2C, you get $100 and you get a membership at the site if you don't, if you put $20. That's a $30 value. Great deal. We love Prize Picks. They've been fantastic. We like using them for our player props. Great, great site. The um the last game that we'll highlight here is 21 Baylor heading to 19 Oklahoma. The sooner the Sooners, they wish they were the Sooners. <laughs> the Cowboys are favored by three and a half. The total's 47 and a half. My only play on this game is an over. I, I will break my streak. My data thinks that this goes to a touchdown or more. I think this 47 and a half is pretty low. I think, you know, I want to take Baylor. I, I, I really like what they did last week against Ohio, Iowa State. They're really putting a strong team together, but. I really feel good about the over in this game, and I'm not quite sure how Oklahoma plays this out. My data likes Oklahoma to win. My heart says Baylor, so I just got to go with the over because I think that it's going to – I think there's a good chance we get to like 53, 54 points in this game, and I think 57 and a half is just too low. These are both good offenses. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So I'm definitely with you on the over on 47 and a half. You know, I, I'm surprised, Chris, because I thought you were going to go a straight, uh, you know, three straight unders <laughs> for, for, for the night. You know, I was a little concerned there. So I'm glad that we're on the on the same side on this game. So that's a good thing. But I am going to go ahead and take Baylor. I am going to go ahead and take Baylor plus three and a half. Um, again, if I'm looking just a couple games ago, Oklahoma State, when they played Boise, wasn't even able to put up any points up in the second half. Neither was Boise. They still came away with the win, but it was only by one point, right? So, again, they haven't been that impressive to um, to start the season. Um, I'm not a big believer that they're going to be able to, to win this. Even if they do, I don't think that they're going to win this game um, by more than, than a field goal. So I'm, I'm, I'm all over Baylor plus three and a half. I love that. I love that. Like, sometimes I have an issue with the hook. And guys, if you don't know, the hook is that is that is that half because we know that the games are never going to finish on on a half, right? So it's either, um, let's say, if Baylor, if if Oklahoma State wins by three, they lose um, the bet, or you lose the bet. If uh, Oklahoma State wins by four or more, then you win the bet. So the hook is that point five, right? Because no game is ever going to going to end on a half a point. So that hook is is a very important thing, and it can make a difference in a lot of games. And I, and, I, and I like the hook in this game right here. So give me Baylor. Three and a half plus three and a half. My my heart is with you on that one. I I can't get there, but I'm I'm rooting for you. I, I we're we're there on the over. We we're locked in on the over. So I like that. So let's head to some spread bets. I'll let you go first. Give me your first one. I like Michigan. I like Michigan plus one. Um, I think they're in a good spot uh, this week. They're undefeated. I think that they go, they're going to go ahead and remain undefeated. So I, I like Michigan plus one uh, going in um, there and, and getting the win um, out there. Uh, I really like what, what they've been doing this season. So, you know, plus one, again, uh, since it's uh, so close, that's going to be a money line bet for the simple fact that you're looking at a, a good a good return um, if you go ahead and just uh, – get the money line as opposed to just uh, betting the 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 spread on this game. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a smart call. Wisconsin's only two and two. I was I was surprised when I was reviewing some of the data today with them. I, I think that Michigan's where I lean in that game. Um, I might play it later. I'm not ready to play it now. But listen again, I don't know what what 
Vegas has seen from Wisconsin that, that makes them continue to be um, favorites. Again, I understand that they're playing at home, but last week they were at home by six and a half points. You saw what happened. Um, and then, you know, you're going in. Michigan is 4-0. and Wisconsin, again, they're playing at home, but they're 1-2. So I'd be more than, I'm more than happy to take uh, Michigan not only plus one, but also money line. I like that. I like that. So my first one is Purdue two and a half at Minnesota. So I I found a stat today when I was on Twitter from Andrew Doty uh, at Doty Bet MGM, and this stat shocked me when I saw it. Teams that lost outright as twenty plus point favorites, which Minnesota did to Bowling Green last week, are two and twelve in their next game since twenty nineteen. Two and twelve. I think this spread is close enough. It's two and a half for Purdue. I really like them. They're fifth in defensive success rate in the country. Their rush D is their strong point. They're allowing a four, they're they're allowing the fourteenth most, or least however you want to phrase it, in a good way, explosive run rate in the country. All Minnesota can do is run. They love giving Trace on pots the ball. Tanner Morgan is not that guy. I they should be getting back David Bell this week um Payne Durham's in the concussion protocol I, he's a big piece but I, getting David Bell back would totally change the offense and even if he doesn't come back I'm not even sure I care Minnesota is dejected again this 2-12 and 12 just makes me think that they're gonna have trouble with a Purdue team and I think this Purdue team is pretty okay I, I think they're better than Minnesota straight up and Minnesota coming off that loss to Bowling Green I have very little confidence in them so Purdue Favored by two and a half, I'm taking them. I like that. I like that. I do like that. Again, um, Purdue has been impressive. Uh, I think pretty much in each game except for the uh, the game against Notre Dame, um, which they came away with, with a loss. But other than that, they they have been pretty been playing pretty well. So I like that bet right there because it's it's not it's not a lot, right? I mean, even if you win by a field goal, last second field goal, you still you still hit, right? You still hit, um, which is good. Again, the, the hook right here um as, as we just alluded to is working in your favor so yep. even though you got the two and a half if it's a last second um field goal and they win by three you still win you're still in the money so i love it exactly what uh what you got for your second one so the next one so the next one i got over here is a kansas state i got kansas state university plus ten and a half <laughs> um playing at home listen playing at you home you just can't help. I can't. You can't help I, I can't. I, I can't. I, I, there's nothing that I've seen from Oklahoma um, to lead me to believe that they're going to beat any team by by double digits. Had this game been like seven or or, or, or seven and a half, I would have probably stayed away. I, actually, I would have stayed away from the game. I wouldn't have even touched this game. But the fact that uh, Kansas State is an underdog by plus ten and a half. Yeah, I, I got to take Kansas State. I got to take Kansas State, and they're playing at home. I'm just not a big believer in what Oklahoma's doing. Um, we've seen what the, the, the last couple teams have been able to do to them. And even if they do come away with a win, I just don't see them winning by, by two scores. Not, no, not I, at all. So I like that. This your third week in a row betting against Oklahoma? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got to do it. You know, um, listen, it's, uh, it's, it, it's been favorable. So I'm going to keep on riding the train until I get knocked off. I, I'm right there with you. So from so for my next, uh, this is a team that I I bet with when they were in Miami, and then I was scared to bet last week. This is Michigan State. I'm taking Western Kentucky to cover eleven and a half. 
And the only place you can currently get 11 and a half is on FanDuel. Everywhere else has it at 11. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbooks, guys. Yep. If you can get it at FanDuel, 11 and a half, love it. I still like it at 11 if you can get it there, but you're getting a little bit of value, uh, value on that spread. So Michigan State ranks 57th in defense, defensive success rate against the pass. That is not good enough to keep up with Bailey Zappi and the Hilltoppers. It's just, it just isn't. They have the most explosive pass offense in the country. It's just dom like they just dominated. I don't think they're getting enough credit for a bad coaching loss last week. So they should have beat Indiana. I, I don't know if you were watching that game, but they kicked the field goal, went on side, and it was a it was a dumb chain of events that ended up them losing to Indiana ultimately. But they're a good team. They're a solid team. I think the money line is possibly in play this week, but I definitely think they're going to cover 11 and a half. They could beat Michigan State. Michigan State's been ultimately lucky. They're getting the ball on short fields and scoring. The defense hasn't been super good. They did play a Miami team, and Miami can't tackle. We saw it again tonight. Yeah, yeah, Miami's yeah. terrible. Atrocious. They, they are atrocious. So, so they're I currently down right now, 9 nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a safety that they they let up so i think the hilltoppers i think they're going to michigan state and they cover 11 and a half i, I if you can get 11 and a half as it's currently available only on fanduel that i've seen love that thing things great value that's good that that's good um so the next one speaking of indiana i like indiana um in this spot right now um at penn state plus 12 and a half I like them at plus 12 and a half. Again, um, Penn State, they are 4-0, but um, they haven't seemed that impressive to me, right? I mean, uh, you know, they've gone against uh, Wisconsin, won by six. They've gone against Auburn, and they won by eight. So um, I think that, uh, you know, this being within within the conference is going to be a good game. I think Indiana's going to um, perform much better this week, and, you know, there's that's a lot of points. I think that's a lot of points. So I do like Indiana plus 12 and a half. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, Penn State, they are ranked number four and they're four and oh, but I just, um, I'm, I'm just not that convinced that they're going to be able to go ahead and beat Indiana by, by, um, by more than, by more than 12 and a half points. And then also you got to think about Indiana did give, uh, Cincinnati a run for their money a couple weeks ago. So I think that they do more of the same this weekend, um, and keep it close even, um, and, and even if they lose uh, again, can't see them losing by, by, by more than 10 points. Yeah, I. I didn't pick that game. I leaned Penn State and kind of got scared off of it because I do remember the like, their off. Michael Penix has not looked the same, but their offense has been has shown some flashes. So, I, and you know, Penn. I like Sean Clifford. I think he's playing a little bit better this year, but I I don't have a good feel enough for that game to, to bet against. So, I uh, I'm gonna let you slide on that one. So, my ne- my next one is Fresno State. 10 and a half, another FanDuel special. Everywhere else it's 11. So if you can get it 10 and a half on FanDuel, awesome. I will still take them to 11 because then they're going to win by 14, 15, 16, 17. They're going to win by two touchdowns plus against Hawaii. So Fresno State as a team is much better than people realize. They're an offensive juggernaut, obviously. But their defense is fairly solid. They ranked 20th in defensive success rate this year. Which, when mm. I was reviewing the data, I was really shocked by that. And Siobhan Cordero, the quarterback for Hawaii, is not it. I, I mean, I like Siobhan Cordero. I think he's a, a, he can run. He, he's a fun guy on, on the island out there. But <laughs> I, 
I just think Fresno's gonna crush them this week. I just think they're I think they're getting discounted because they had a tough match against UNLV. Who would not have a tough game against UNLV after you beat UCLA on a comeback? Like that's a, that's a huge like emotional letdown game. So I I don't really care about what happened last week. Out of sight, out of mind. Fresno is much better than this Hawaii team, and they are two touchdowns better. If you can get them a ten and a half, excellent. I still like them at eleven. I I might even take an alternative line if I can get up to them up to like fourteen, and I bet I can get some plus value on that. I don't hate that either. I think they're going to do a lot of damage against the Hawaii team. That they're okay. I don't think they're great. So I, I do like that bet, but you know what else? Um, I do like the over in this game. I, I like the over 64 and a half. Again, you got uh, Fresno State there. They're able to put up points, and I think my um, Hawaii playing at home, they, they know going into this game that they're going to have to be able to put up points as well. So I could see this game, not only uh, Fresno State covering that spread, but also the game going over 64 and a half. Because I think that um, Fresno State by themselves could put up anywhere from 40 to 45 points by themselves. Um, so, you know, the Hawaii for Hawaii to come back and and put up, you know, the, the, the rest to, to cover that over, it's not it's, it's not it's not that uh far out of the imagination i like it yeah that's that's not crazy how many picks you got one for the spread left you got one left i got one last left um so lsu lsu minus three and a half man um we saw what auburn uh, was uh, was able or unable to do against uh, Georgia State last week. You know, uh, uh, Bo Nix got uh, benched. Finley came in and, and pretty much uh, played hero. Um, or actually, the defense played hero um, there t- towards the end of the game. But I just don't see how they uh, how they are going to be able to compete against LSU. I mean, LSU has been solid. Um, granted, their their first game wasn't the, the best, and um, but I think after that first game, they've been able to get their stuff together, and you know, have gone three and zero after the, um, the 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 first loss at UCLA. So I like LSU at the spot minus three and a half. So I don't I don't care who's starting, whether it's Finley, whether it's Bo Nix. I'm going to go ahead with a. Uh, LSU and at home as um, as well um, and at night in that stadium. I mean, listen, that that's uh, a lot of historic games and a lot of um, a lot of history in, in the, the in, real the real yeah. Death Valley. That's it. That's it. So I'm gonna go ahead and and and, and, and go all in on that um, just for the simple fact. But again, they they I'm not impressed with Auburn. I'm not impressed with Auburn. I don't care who starts that quarterback at that spot. And and they got some uh they got the probably the best receiver in the country, um there, in in, in Vute. So uh, yeah, I, I love it. I love it yeah. right there. I I man, Auburn is Auburn is literally eighth day per tiger. <laughs> <laughs> but so I I have a few more because I I I pared it down from where I was at. So it was a little behind the scenes conversation that uh one hour having. I was. I, I basically put like 50 picks in because I like to make as I, I like to think about as many games as possible and then keep narrowing it down until I feel the most confident in the bet. That's what I'll give you. I still have three more spread bets, so I'll go. I'll run through them quickly. My first is Oregon seven and a half versus Stanford. Again, a Fanduel special. You can get them at eight different places, but you get them seven and a half. Awesome. Eight. I'm still here for it to be honest. Eight's a eight, eight's a weird number, so I'm cool. I'm cool taking it. Oregon's just a better team in every capacity than Stanford. Defense, offense, it doesn't matter. Stanford ranks 84th and 86th in offensive and defensive success rate, respectively. 
and 100 second in success rate versus the run. This Oregon team wants to run the ball with C.J. Verdell and Travis Dye. Anthony Brown will run the ball. I think they just—I think they could both go for 150 and one, 150 and two. I just think it's going to be a monster game on the ground for Oregon. <laughs> what I don't understand about this spread is Stanford just lost to UCLA by 11. UCLA is the 24th ranked team in the country, or was heading into that week. Oregon is the third ranked team in the country. So how do we put Oregon as only a seven and a half or eight, depending on what book you're looking at, favorite? I, that math just does not add up to me to not have Stanford as a double-digit dog. So anywhere I can get them as under under 10 points, I, I'm all in. I just It doesn't make sense to me. The second one, and I hate doing this because I'm a Rutgers fan. I bet against them last week and it didn't work out. I'm thinking Ohio State 14 and a half. Or for just for, I get actually just fourteen right now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Rutgers just not good. Like I, they're very lucky. They're within the Michigan State luck luck tree right now. We're having a lot of lucky teams with turnover luck, short fields. Rutgers offense does nothing. Isaiah Pacheco is they want to run with him. He's just not efficient. They don't really want to throw with Noah Vidral. He's kind of a dual threat quarterback, but doesn't really have either threat mastered. Caden McNamara is the only reason that Rutgers only lost by seven last week. This week they get C.J. Stroud, maybe Kyle McCord. Either way, it's an upgrade over Caden McNamara. Rutgers' offense is terrible. Buckeyes' defense seems to find its rhythm a little bit. They're, they kind of put it together after that showing in Oregon. I like them this week. I think 14 is a really good number for Ohio State, so I'm taking them. And then my last one, South Alabama plus 12 and a half. <laughs> I just I, I'm just digging digging in the bargain bin right now. So <laughs> I heard this stat today, and I have to look into it to see how far back it went. So ULL has ten games within this spread in their last fourteen, twelve and a half. They don't they they cover sometimes, but they don't they play close games because of the type of offense that they play under Billy Napier. They run the ball, they try to chew up the clock, and they, they keep, um, you know, they, they let teams in it a lot. And they, they can finish it because their defense has still been good. And they have, um, they you know, they've had Trey Regis, they've had Elijah Mitchell. Now they can't really do anything. They have Chris Smith, Amani Bailey, and Montreal Johnson, who are doing nothing on the ground game. The defense isn't as good as we thought it was going to be heading into the year. They're not that good of a team. I think they're getting credit for being better than we think they are i don't love south alabama i really really don't but the type of football that louisiana is playing right now makes me like south about south alabama at 12 and a half so i think that's a value and i don't think it's crazy that this is like a one score game and getting it getting it at 12 and a half i mean that's i think a significant value so that's a little bargain bin I, I, I like that play. I like that play. So the only thing with Ohio State is that I don't know who the quarterback's going to be, right? So I, I do think that that uh, that does make a difference. And then also, uh, you know, the, the, the coach there, um, the coach was at um, Ohio State, if, if I'm not mistaken. So he, he does know what's going on in, um, in, in that offense. And I do think that uh, he's going to be able to put enough together uh, to keep it close. So um that that's interesting. I'm gonna be taking a look um at that game and you know 
me being from the Northeast, I'm going to have to um, pretty much uh, lean towards uh, Rutgers. I'm going to have to lean towards Rutgers and and, and, and see if they could uh, go ahead and cover that uh, plus 14. So, but oh, those I are some they, good plays. Those are definitely, those are some good plays. I hope they do. I, I'm a Rutgers fan at heart. Grew up a Rutgers fan. Love the Scarlet Knights, but just pains me to say a little bit. I think Ohio State's 14 points better. So nice, nice. Let's, let's head to the, some totals. Um, I have... I think one more than you here again, I, that's going to be a constant theme, but I'll let you go first. Who's your, uh, one of your favorite total bets this week. So I like a Nevada at Boise state and I'm going to go ahead with the under 59 points there. Um, I just don't think that they're going to be able to, um, go ahead and then put up more than 59 points again, that game. And I alluded to this uh, earlier, that game that they played against Oklahoma state, uh, it was 21, 20, going into the the second half and both teams managed to score zero uh so it was a uh, dunkin donuts jelly donuts stand donuts zero points in the second half so I, I i like i like the under there again i don't like to bet the under i always tell people that life is too short to bet the under but i think in this game if i don't bet the under um i'm gonna regret it at the end of the game and, and my and my whole deal here is to stay profitable and to stay green no why uh I like that. I think that that's a game that I think Boise State's offense is a little overrated. So I, I, I like that. I think that Nevada has been playing some good football. I, I'm here for that one. I'll, so my, I'm doing another G, G5 special. I just I can't stay away from these G5 teams, man. But this one isn't over. So you, I'm, okay. not, a, I'm not a complete okay. uh, <laughs> a, a crazy person. I'm going Tulane ECU over 64. So these are two fast offenses. Tulane plays at the sixth fastest pace in the country. ECU plays at the 36th fastest pace, but both offenses are running a play every 24 seconds, which is extremely quick for in, in general in college football. Mm-hmm. Both defenses are awful. ECU ranks 126th in explosive passes allowed. Tulane ranks 113th. Holden Allers, Michael Pratt. I think we see a shootout here. This Tulane, a lot of Tulane's games have gone over recently. ECU, it really depends on who they're playing. They, they, they really match up well with opponents more so. So if they're playing fast, I think this is a Holton Allers game. He He's he's a good runner. We haven't seen a lot of it. But I think this is a game that goes over the 64, and I'm just happy I got an over on my card. So I, I will uh, <laughs> I will live with that. What, um, what else you got? So one of the late night games um, we got uh, in the Pac-12, we got Arizona State University, uh, UCLA, over 55. I, I, I like I like this play here. I think that uh, both offenses are going to go come out and uh, and score a lot of points. We know what a uh, UCLA has been able to do. Um, you know they're, they're, they're ranked. Uh, UCLA is ranked uh, 26 in the country respectively, and uh, Arizona State is uh, 51st. But each each team is scoring over uh, 30 points a game, so I think that uh, I like that over at 55. I actually think it's kind of low. If, if it were, had it been like 58 to 60 points, I might have stayed away. But I think 55 points is is, uh, is good right there, and I think they're going to be able to um, do enough to, to to get that over, especially due to the fact that they're playing in. Um, in uh, in LA, I think Arizona State is going to have to keep up with uh, with the UCLA offense and, uh, and and put up some points in order to come away with the win. No, I, I like that one. I think UCLA is going to win that game too, but it'll like be it. uh, that's a game I'm paying close attention to. I, I might have a couple a little bit more action later in the week on, on that one. I think that's an interesting game. So I I'm sticking with my G5 teams. 
Can't quit them. Love them. Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois. We're going over 60. This game, I have, so I was looking at my projections. So I, I run like, I'm not going to say they're like fancy or anything, but I, I, I do a, I run a whole bunch of data points and kind of project where I think the score range is going to be. This game consistently went over no matter what I did. It kept changing inputs and try, trying to see if I was messing up the data. I had this game like 75 a lot of the time, it was 75 range. The over 60, over under 60 right now. The, both these defenses rank 123rd, 128th in success rate, respectively. Eastern Michigan's kind of kind of better right now. They started off the season extremely poor, but they're they're putting it together. NIU hasn't been too bad. They did beat Georgia Tech week one. They got trounced by Michigan. I don't really care. I think offensively, I think both these teams could score. They both rank inside top 45 in terms of offensive success rate. I like this for just a classic G5 shootout. Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, over 60. Nice. So you said your model had them at over 70? Over. I kept plugging it in, and it kept coming in over 70. I just. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, was, I may have to take a play on this game, too, then. I may I have to confused. take a play on this game. I cannot I like figure that. it out, man. I was like. I, and I just. Now that I have a great read on either team, I think I have a right. better read on Eastern Michigan than okay. I do Northern, uh, Northern Illinois. But, man, like. I think that game goes over, by, and I think it crushes the over. All right. N- noted. Noted. Again, um, guys, we're, we're coming. This is Guts. That's. So we got some data over here. We got some good data. So uh, definitely I'll take a look at that game. I like that right there. And the, the last one for me on the, uh, on the over right here, I like Fresno State at Hawaii over 65 points. Um, I alluded to this earlier. I think that uh, Fresno State is going to be putting up, going to go in and put some points up here against Hawaii. And I think Hawaii has no choice but to put up points against them as well in order to to keep it close and and get the win as well. So that 65 there, I think that that's going to hit pretty easily. Um, or at least I'm hoping that it does, right? Because uh, I'm definitely going to be putting some money here. And then also, it's a late night game, so what better way to end the uh, the, the 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 week week five in, in in college football with a nice win to end your night? So give me Fresno State at Hawaii over 65 points. The game's on the island too. That's it. That, you know that's that's going to be a fun one. So I got, I got two more. Um, Syracuse, Florida State, first half. Under 25 and a half. The one thing Syracuse does well, which is run the ball with Sean Tucker, Florida State's pretty good against. They're only allowing an explosive rush rate of 9.4%. That's top 25. Gary Schrader's a quarterback. They're not going to be able to throw a whole bunch. Both FSU starters are hurt, though. I, I don't know who's honestly going to start this game. It might not be either of the top two options. I think Chuba Purdy's their third string. Their offense ranks 96th in efficiency. But Syracuse has been good this year, shutting down opponents. They had a big win against Liberty last week. Big win for the program, really, beating Malik Willis. And, and you know, he's a fantastic quarterback. I think that was just a big motivational win for win for the team. Outside the Notre Dame game, Florida State's only averaging 18 points per game, including a loss to Jacksonville State. And Syracuse game outside <laughs> of Albany, which is not a um, D1 school, they're averaging 20 points per game. Mm-hmm. 25.5 in the first half. I think that's going to be a really tough sell. I think you're getting a pretty good value on that number by taking it in the first half. I don't know how the second half is going to play out, but I do know that this is going to be a slow starting game, a slog fest to begin with. I like I like the first half under there. Second one is I cannot stay away from betting this team no matter where it is. 
Navy under 19 and a half team total. So the UCF actually ranks 48th in defensive success rate, which is uncommon for them as, as a team. They're usually uh, a high-scoring offense. And I think they're going to actually have to play a little bit more conservatively under Gus Malzahn, which we thought they might heading into the year. But now I think they actually will because Dylan Gabriel's out probably for the season. But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Isaiah Bowser get featured and they kind of keep try to keep this Navy offense off the field. Not that Navy's offense is any good, but they don't have Dylan Gabriel. And so I, I think they don't want to expose themselves to this, these kind of games anymore. Um, Navy ranks 118th in office of success rate. They're averaging 10 points per game this year with games of seven against Marshall and three against Air Force. Over the last six games dating back to 2020, they failed to eclipse seven points in five of those six. 19 and a half is currently the total for Navy this week. I just don't know how they get there. And UCF's offense is better, or defense is better than people think. I'm going Navy under 19 and a half. That, that that's and that's impressive. I mean, listen, you, you you sold me on that. You sold me on that. I like that. I like that. They listen. I I just love picking against Navy. I just I've been doing it. I've been doing it all season, and it's been profitable. So I'll just keep keep going. So for our last segment, I think we want to talk about some of our favorite money lines. So I'll let you give me how how many you got this week. So I got I got three money lines. I I, I got three money lines. Um, I'm gonna go first. Um, again, like I said, I I, I love uh, Michigan at the spot. Um, not a big underdog plus one, but still it's uh, it's plus money. So I'm gonna go ahead with that. I mean, if you're looking at the money line, uh, you're looking at uh plus 105, right? So for every hundred dollars that you put down, you get back 105. I like that. I just don't think that uh Wisconsin's gonna be able to come away with the win here even at Wisconsin, and I like what um what I've been seeing so far from Michigan. It is surprising to say that um, due to the, the, the last couple of years in um, in Michigan and looking at how they play, but I think that they're, they're, they're legit this year. So I, I like uh, Michigan um, to come away with the win um, and get that uh, that plus 105 in my pocket. I like that. I, I think Michigan's going to win that game as well. But I want to, to stay a little different. So this team I've been talking about a lot, and this game's going under. I think there's a couple different ways to play this game. But Syracuse is going to beat Florida State, and I am shocked. I think everybody's shocked, to be honest, Listen. at this at this spread, man. Like, what is Florida State doing favored? They're, they're, they're just Chris. a broken team right now, man. Like, what is going on? Can you, can you tell me why Florida State's favored in this game? Chris, again, you, you don't have to go that far to look at, okay, even last week, right? Last week against Louisville. Louisville was favored by one and a half. That was a joke of a spread. I yeah. I couldn't have jumped on that fast enough. I don't understand why. F, listen, FSU shouldn't be should not be favored to anybody except for their own team when they're when they're scrimmaging. Okay, because they have just been looking awful, god awful, um, this whole season. So for them to come in again, they're playing at home, but being favored by four and a half points, it's ridiculous. So. Again, if you want to put money in my pockets, um, that's fine. I'm not going to fight or argue with you. Um, I've, I'll be more than happy to take Syracuse, Syracuse plus four and a half, and then also Syracuse uh, plus uh, plus one forty five on the money line. Yeah, I I just I man, I just don't get that. FSU's lost to Jacksonville State. Both starters are hurt. They got crushed by U of L and Wake. I just I just I just don't see it with them this week. What uh What else you like on the money line this week? 
So I'm going to go back to the game that, that I mentioned earlier on as far as with the spread. I like Notre Dame plus two. I like Notre Dame plus two um, at – they're at Notre Dame and they're playing Cincinnati. So I think that they're going to do enough to not only to cover that spread but they'll also get the win. So if you're looking at the money line in that game, you got Notre Dame plus, again, one uh, 105. So for every $100 you put down, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a return of 105. So I like that. Uh, I think that they could come out with the win. I um, I, I I'm hoping that they do because I do have some money on that game. So go ahead and uh, give me Notre Dame with the uh, with the money line over here at uh, at plus two. I'm not hating. I uh, we we talked about the Marcus Johnson fact earlier earlier in the in the podcast. I think that it's going to really matter this week. I think he knows how to stop just Desmond Ritter, and if that happens, I don't know how Notre Dame loses. So my, mine is a this this is coming out tonight. So you'll get this podcast on Friday. We're recording Thursday night. I love Maryland this week. I just love I just love them. I just think they're a better team than Iowa. I just I'm so confused about Iowa. I think that they are not as good as people think they are. They're they're so lucky. And this this tree is getting larger. It's getting more branches. It's Rutgers, it's Michigan State, it's Iowa. It's a tree of luck. Right, people got money trees. I got this luck tree, and I was on this tree, man. They are just so damn lucky. I don't know how they keep pulling it off. Top five in field position, and their offensive success rate is not very good. Despite all of that, they score on short fields. Great, good for you. Tyler Goodson's a good running back. Awesome. Spencer Petras, not very good. This offense is bad. Maryland's defense isn't that bad they're pretty good and i'm not sure how i feel about maryland's offense in this game but i do know it's a heck of a lot better than iowa's and i do know iowa's defense might have a little trouble containing uh to Aaliyah, uh to his younger brother and I, I just think maryland can pull this game off they're plus 140 i think that's a great value as well i'm sticking with the terps this week i am i am riding them out i and they're at home going to be an electric environment. I know Iowa can play in that sort that sort of conditions. I just think Maryland has to juice this week to beat Iowa. Yeah, so I, I do like that play. I just think that, um, you know, so I was looking at it. And I think the fact that they are playing at home is a big difference. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they, they did, they, they were um, in Illinois playing the University of Illinois, the fight fighting Illini. Um, that game came down to the wire. You know, they came out to the wire. They did come up with the win, but it was only by three points, right? So um, I think that playing at home does make a difference. And um, still, uh, to Aaliyah to did put up some some big numbers. I mean, he threw for three 350 yards, a touchdown. So um, I don't think he had a lot of help um, over on, on the other side as well, but um, still came away with the win. So I like that. I, I like that. Um, and that's, that's going to be a good value. I mean, you got Maryland plus 140. Can't, can't complain about that. Cannot complain about that at all. So give me your last one. What's what is your final money line of the week? So the final money line here, it's a, it's a game that they're already favored, but um, they're only favored by three points. So I do like UCLA to come away with the win against Arizona State University. Again, it's uh, it's you're not getting um, a lot of return for uh, you know it's minus one fifty eight, but still I like them. Um, it's it's within the Pac twelve, but I, I like them going up against Arizona State in LA in LA, and I think that they come away with the win. I, I do think that they are going to go ahead and uh, and 
and then cover that spread. But if you're going to give me that money line at minus 158, I might as well go ahead and take that. And then also, you know, go ahead and uh, put that in a little parlay. So uh, I like the parlay. Might put that in with some with some other plays as well. So I like UCLA at the money line here play against uh, Arizona State University. I like that as well. I think they are going to beat Arizona State. I'm not sure how much they beat them by, but they're definitely winning. So my final one, and I talked about this one earlier, and I talked about how I've, I, I'm gaining confidence in Eastern Michigan. I'm taking them plus 120. The spread's closed in this game. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I think Eastern Michigan pulls out the win. I, I really like mm. them this week. I think that they're putting a team together. They, they moved on from a guy, Preston Hutchinson. It appeared to be the right decision. They're, they're really settling in as a team. I think they're going to catch NIU this week, and I'm a little bit surprised that NIU is favored. I thought Eastern Michigan might have been. Either way, plus 120, plus 120 is a nice value in a game that I think is, has shootout potential, and I know Eastern Michigan can score. I I like them this week. I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the uh, Rocky Lombardi, who's the starter for Northern Illinois. I like Harrison Whaley, their running back, but I think Eastern Michigan has – made a lot of steps in the last couple of weeks. And I, I think that they should be favored. And I think at plus 120, you're getting a good value here. That's good. Yeah, plus 120, I, I can't argue with that. I like that. I like that. So any games, we'll, uh, we'll say this as a bonus, any games that you want to live bet this week that you think there's value to be had, um, that you'd maybe rather, rather play that from a live betting perspective than – making picks today, tomorrow, early Friday, early Saturday? So th- there's no game, like, off the top right now. Actually, you know what? The uh, I'm looking at North Northwestern at Nebraska game. That could be an interesting um, live bet game over there just because I, I think that at that game, you know, again, I'm not a, a person that goes with the under, but I think that the over rate for this game is set at 51. That may be a game where I go ahead and uh, and, and take the under. Um, I may have to take the under on this game. I, I don't think. I mean, Northwestern is not going to be able to put up the, um, put up points. Um, they're 90th in the country, and then you got Nebraska. They're 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 79th in the country in scoring. So, um, that 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 under might take it before the game, and then also may live bet it for not only the first half but for the game as well. No, I I like that as well. I think the only and there's two games that are interesting. I uh, I think Alabama Ole Miss is a good game to bet live because. I think we're going to have an okay idea about Saban's game plan. And depending on what he does in that first half, I think you can get some value, maybe some second half spreads. Um, or maybe maybe just game total in general or second half total. I, I think that's a really interesting game because I think we're going to learn a lot early about shutting down Matt Corral and what that looks like for Saban. And I think he can do it. I know he prides himself in it. So I'm interested in that one. Um Listen, again, um, we, we spoke about this. I, I'm already going to put in some bets before the game starts, but this is going to be a, um, a game where there's going to be probably a total of eight to ten bets um, all throughout the game uh, on this game. Um, that The over-under uh, is going to be a big play. Not only, you know, we're looking at first quarter, we're looking at the first half, we're going to be probably looking at the, the game to, to go ahead and continue to just press um, and – 
and stomp that over throughout the game, second half, when it's at halftime. So I like that. And then, and then also uh, let's see what happens with the spread. I think this game may be closer than people think that it's going to be, so I do like Ole Miss having a chance here. But, um, you know, to be safe, the over in this game, I like it. Yeah, I know we're on opposite sides of that. So I am paying extra close attention to this one on uh, on Saturday. It'll be, it'll be a marquee matchup for sure. Do you have anything else, any other any other picks that you want to add before uh, we kind of review what we picked tonight? Like Nevada at uh, Boise State. Nevada, Boise State here. Um, this is one of those games where it could also be a game for for go ahead and um, live betting. Um, and then UCLA at Arizona State. I know I got a couple of plays already. So it's going to be a late night game. We'll see how we're doing there coming across. That's the second to um, last game right there. And then with the uh, Fresno State and Hawaii game. But I think that the Arizona State and UCLA is going to be a good play as well as the uh, Nevada and Boise State. Um, how, how do you feel about the games um, after the Alabama and Ole Miss? No, I, I like the Arizona State one especially. I think a lot is going to come down to what is what does Dorian Thompson Robinson look like? He was hurt last game. He comes out looking good. I feel good about UCLA. If he comes out looking bad, I might I might I mean I might lie about that game and take the other side at and kind of hedge a little bit. I, I think that there is I'm really interested to see how DTR looks this, this weekend because he was hurt and I think he was badly hurt last game. So you don't think that uh, Charbonnet, you don't think Charbonnet could go ahead and uh, get get Oh, I um, definitely I absolutely okay. do. But okay. I do think that's going to – I do think it has an impact on maybe the, t- the total at, at the Got end. It. So I, I think there's a couple different ways to play it. I'm not sure it has a, it has a to- huge impact on the spread. I think it could, depending on how bad he looks, because if they just load the box, then it's, it's a different kind of question that we're having of can UCLA even throw the ball at that point. Mm-hmm. So really interested to see how DTR looks at, at the end of the game. But let, let's wrap it up for the night. I'll give a, a summary of some of our picks. So for spread bets, Will has Michigan plus one, Kansas State plus ten and a half, Indiana plus twelve and a half, and LSU minus three and a half. I have Purdue minus two and a half, Western Kentucky plus eleven and a half, or ten and a half if you can find it. Or eleven and a half if you can find it. I'm also open to eleven. Fresno minus ten and a half. 11 if you can find it. Oregon, minus 7.5. Ohio State, minus 14. And South Alabama, plus 12.5. For our total bets, Will's got Nevada. He's got Nevada, Boise State, under 59. Arizona State, UCLA, over 55. And Fresno State, Hawaii, over 65. I have Tulane ECU over 64, Eastern Michigan NIU over 60, Navy under 19 and a half team total, and Syracuse Florida State first half under 25 and a half. And it, this is all in addition to the plays that we have on the uh, in the marquee matchups. But I think this is going to be an exciting weekend. I think there's a little bit of value to be had. Will any parting thoughts? Man, just hoping that this Alabama and Ole Miss game goes the way that we wanted to. Um, again, I know you're on the you're on the other side as I am um, with the under, but there's going to be a lot of plays, a lot of plays are being made, not only with the spread and um, team totals and over for the game, but also some player props. So, looking for for it to be a good game, and then uh, you know, ca- cap it off with the night games here with the uh, 
game Arizona State at uh, UCLA and then Fresno State at Hawaii. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good week five. I'm looking forward to it and uh, again looking to finish off this week strong. Being able to cash out Monday morning. Let's do it. Man, man, I hope so. All right. For uh I'm Chris Moxley at Chris Moxley 19. He's Will Rivera. You can find him at, at by pit, biased opinions underscore on Twitter. Let's make some money. Let's win some bets. Good luck this weekend, everyone. Let's go, guys. If you're telling, good luck. We'll see you next week.